Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How you day? How you day? How's everybody doing? So, let me ask you a question. Do you average at least 200 or so likes on your Instagram? Do you have at least a couple thousand people following you? Well... Today's episode is for you. A lot of times we talk about influencers and micro-influencers, but we are not quite sure how to partner up with someone or a brand that really represents who you are and what you stand for. And so that's where today's guest comes in. Brian Gold is the founder of Hashtag Paid, and he's created a platform to pair people with brands and organizations that really amplify their reach, but also allows them to make money while standing and supporting things that they represent. His platform is so successful that it recently raised $9 million. $9 million. In the episode, we dive into why he started the platform, how you can use the platform, and how it can actually help you with your reach. We all understand that we live in a globalized and digitalized world. What if you could actually get your message spread out even more and get paid to do what it is that you feel like you were born to do? Hope you enjoy the episode. In a world where very few people embrace their global identity and seek to understand their neighbors, cross-cultural expert Tayo Roxon is on a mission to bridge this divide. Each week, he'll open your mind with insights from some of the global minds in the world. Get ready, take some notes, and learn. How to be the best you that you can be. Welcome everybody to another episode of I Was Told by Nomads. Today's guest is Brian Gold. Now, after learning that a friend had become hugely influential on social media, but had no interest in expending the energy to find marketers to leverage her personal brand, Brian and co-founder Adam Rivers developed Hashtag Paid, a platform to connect influencers with brands. Brand formerly worked with Apple as a specialist, and now he's taking his talents to ensuring that influencers all over the world are able to be connected with the right brand. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Mr. Rocks. I'm excited to be here. Appreciate you having me. Wow, so formal. I, I that that's it's been a while since someone called me Mr. Roxon. So I appreciate I appreciate that. But um, the, the, this this is amazing. This is about you. I mean, I, I was just remarking with you about the fact that I, you know, as an influencer, and I guess I think we're similar in age, the same generation. It's it's interesting to see. We hear all these stories about influencers who have a lot of followers, a lot of uh, people to follow them, but they don't quite know how to leverage that into an opportunity for them. So I'm curious as to how you identified that this was something that you could scale to the level that you have scaled today. Definitely. I think you're a perfect example 
of people who have been enabled to grow their audience online and do what they love because the internet has leveled the playing field to talented people to rise to the top and command an audience and able and become able to monetize that audience. And so we started seeing this shift in media through my background in advertising and through our good friend who became very popular online. We saw this shift happening and we're fueled by our passion to help our friend and content creators all over the world make a living doing what they love, which is creating awesome content and sharing it with their engaged audience. And what better way to do that than by partnering with brands they believe in, brands they care about. Mm. And so the platform we built out is really just focused on finding that authentic brand collaboration match for content creators everywhere to support themselves in creating content and their journey as a full-time professional content creator. Wow, that, and that's amazing. And, and for those listening, um, I, I believe you know the inspiration came from one of your friends. His name is uh, Ronnie, or is it Ronnie, or Ron, his or her? Um, I think it might be. Yeah, yeah, and, and exactly right. And Ronnie, like he built a lot of followers, and and it was, I think it was a fitness personality. And it's interesting to me because congrats on you know raising the money you just raised. I, I saw that you just closed some um, funding, but you have now created this platform with more than 15,000 of these content creators that can leverage their brands into marketing objectives. How do you pair these uh, brands with influencers up and how can influencers join your platform? Exactly. So you skipped over it quickly. I'll just bring it back for a second because it's super fresh in my mind and really exciting. We did just close $9 million in financing to bring this vision to reality as well. Uh, yeah, it all started with Ronnie, our good friend who started her fitness journey online to keep herself accountable to the public, who quickly quickly grew to have 100,000 followers, people wanting to purchase her, um, the products that she used in order to get fit. They wanted to know what workout tip she was using, and that was sort of the inspiration behind it all. And now that I've recaptured there, I actually forget the, the real question that you just asked. <laughs> it's okay. No, you're right. I did skip over that. Nine million is no small thing to sneeze at, and um, let's let's take the time to give you proper congratulations to that because I imagine that gives Thank you, you. no pleasure is mine. Please, and and it's all 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 your team and uh, uh, credit to your hard work. But I imagine that gives you a lot of opportunities to do what the question was, and um, the question was how can influencers you know find your platform and how how do you pair them up with brands right now. Exactly. Okay, right. Thanks for the reminder. We're talking about content creators or influencers who have a few thousand followers on Instagram, for example, who create inspiring, relevant content and want to start making money by partnering with brands. And whether it's just some beer money or whether this is going to be a full-time career, Hashtag Paid is here to help. And they can just sign up on our website, hashtagpaid.com or hashtagpaid.com slash creators and become part of our content creators. And through the content creators in our platform, once you've signed up, we start getting to know you. So we'll take a look at your Instagram. We have an algorithm that automatically takes a look at all of your photos and does some some AI-based image recognition to help categorize you. Um, And the reason that's really helpful is because what we found is every single content creator describes themselves as a lifestyle creator. And what may be a lifestyle creator of one person might be fashion to another person might be more about 
you know, the nightclub scene to a different person. And so by using images, it's this universal language that we can use as one aspect, one part of the matching algorithm. So taking into account the information you give us, information we find online, we build a profile. And when we have brand opportunities that align with your profile, we let you know. So you'll get an email or notification saying that we have a brand collaboration opportunity. And if you're interested, you can accept it and begin collaborating with brands through the hashtag pay platform. That's that's brilliant. That is so good, Brian. I mean, and in, and you know, in this space, I think a lot of people have been wondering how to really build a career off of that. And you know, the the, the nightmare has always been sometimes. Yeah, I have a million followers, but I don't know how to do anything about it. And I just love that this actually does a lot of the analyzation and can actually help you figure out the best type of people to partner up with. And even someone like me who's, who uses Instagram often, who's a podcaster and a speaker, I often think of different ways when people try to approach me. I, I'm like, how can I even vet to make sure this is the right opportunity? So this sounds like something that could help as well. Totally. It helps with the people who are larger on social media, helps them get authentic collaborations. We help vetting, but it's also for people who uh, are a bit smaller. Most people don't know this, but if you're getting 250 likes on an Instagram photo, you can be making $5,000 a year by doing, you know, every so often a brand collaboration. So really there's a big market here. And I would encourage everybody who wants to take this seriously. Sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say I had no idea. I was just I was just commenting on what you said. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, most people don't know that. And so there's a huge opportunity here. The people with, with a few thousand followers, maybe it's 5,000, maybe it's 10,000 followers, getting a couple hundred, 500 likes, these are influential people who have a say in what's relevant and what's trending and what's popular. And they contribute to the culture on a micro level in the city that you live in and on a global scale with the global communities and specific niche topics. And so these are really valuable to brands. If brands can participate in your posts through collaborations, they're able to tap into an audience and weave themselves into the fabric of culture in a really unique way. That's what we're, that's what we're, uh, we're helping creators out with. And there's also the growing aspect, people that want to gain followers, you know, we can help out with that too. It's as simple as creating a consistent feed, posting a lot of content, using hashtags appropriately, collaborating with other content creators to cross-pollinate followers. There's many different ways that we can help content creators grow their audience online and help make them even more successful and make even more money fulfilling their passions. Love it. Love it. And is there a cost attached to this in terms of... Uh, it is completely free. There is no cost. Just wow. It's completely free to sign up. We're, we're here to help. It's our goal is to empower creators and drive culture forward and when creators are able to become more successful, more talented, more professional, and grow their audience online, us as a company, we're fulfilling our mission, and that's how we measure our success. So it's completely free. Wow. Okay. Good. And, and in terms of, um, you know, brands and influencer marketing, you know, there's sometimes there's a fear that you know you work with a competing brand and all that kind of stuff. How, how do you mitigate those concerns? That's a very valid concern. So just to break that out into an example. If you work with an automotive company, let's just say Toyota, for example, one of our customers that we, we work with, you may be required to sign an exclusivity agreement prohibiting you from working with a competitor to Toyota. So that's really important to consider. If, for example, Toyota wants to offer you a collaboration that's just one Instagram post 
let's say you know you charge a thousand dollars per post, the max potential earnings of this opportunity is a thousand dollars. If you sign for that, if you sign up for that collaboration and you give exclusivity to Toyota, if another competing car brand comes along a week or two later and offers you five posts or even ten posts, you might legally not be able to take that opportunity, and that's potentially you know four to nine thousand dollars that you're missing out on because you signed exclusivity with a company that was only doing one post. So the way we handle that from a company perspective, and the way we work with Toyota is we're really focused on long-term collaborations, especially when exclusivity is involved, where we're maximizing the potential earnings and making sure that it's a, rather than a one-off collaboration, it's more integrated collaboration over a longer period of time. But as a creator, it's something to keep in mind. If a company reaches out and they want exclusivity on one post, you could potentially be sacrificing opportunities in the future. So when you do take that initial collaboration and give exclusivity, make sure that it's something that you're really excited and passionate about and that'll work for you in the long run. Oh, gosh, that's amazing. So, and so you probably do, do you do long-term ambassador types, uh, partnerships as well? Definitely. It sometimes starts with, uh, uh, maybe two posts just to make sure the relationship works well and that there's a really positive ambassadorship between the content creator and the brand. However, after the first campaign is successful, we typically see our customers come back to lock in longer term partnerships with our content creators. And it's a win for the content creators. It's a win for the marketers. and It's a win for the audience too. That's, that's amazing. I'm, I'm getting so excited listening to this. This is like you're doing something really important. Um, hashtag paid.com and you spell the whole hashtag. So hashtag paid.com and um, you can sign up on their website and there's, there's you know, there are lo- lots of Things that they use to analyze your your platform, and then that allows you to sort of uh, figure out what your your uh, budget is. So we the the creators determine their monthly marketing budget, right? I'm getting excited just talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm look. You, you have no idea. I mean, like I said, I think I'm pretty sure we're in the same age range, but I believe we live in a time where people uh, are able to do so much from the digital platforms. But sometimes there's we don't have the distribution channels or the right partnerships, and you just solving that problem or creating a, an outlet to solve that problem is it's amazing to me. It's like literally blowing my mind. So um, <laughs> I I, uh, no, I love that. But um, in terms of um, I'm on the page now. There's marketing budget, monthly marketing budget. We determine that, or the is that is there a suggestion for what people normally do based on the followers they have? Oftentimes, content creators don't know how much they should be charging per post. If you get 250 likes on Instagram on average per post and you want to do a collaboration with Budweiser or Adidas or Toyota, you may not know how much you should be charging. And so hashtag paid helps with that as well. We use the data that we've collected over the last four years partnering content creators and brands, as well as the category you belong to, how often you're posting, whether you're trending up or trending down, your average engagements and your followers to give you, based on our, our pricing algorithm, how much you should be charging per post. Let's say it's you know, a couple hundred dollars per post. And that's just a recommendation. From there, you can decide, I'll take exactly the recommendation, or perhaps you'll price yourself a little bit lower because you're just looking for some beer money. Or perhaps you really believe in your brand as a content creator and your talents as a photographer and you want to charge a premium. That's okay too. You can set whatever price you want and get paid 100% of the price. 
Oh my saying. gosh. Yeah. No, this is so good. I'm, I'm, I'm signing up as soon as I get off this call. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, Awesome. No, no, I love it. Oh, so, okay, now we've talked a lot about um, hashtag, um, hashtag paid, but let's dive into who you are. You know, what, you know, tell me a little bit more about Young Brian, how you got started, what your passions were, and why you're passionate about solving problems today. Because you seem very entrepreneurial, but, you know, I'm very intrigued. Definitely, yeah. It's been, uh, it's been quite a week with, with a bunch of different press opportunities and haven't had this question yet come up, so it's a, it's a first for me diving into my past, but I'm happy to share it with you. Yay. <laughs> so I think growing up, I was always um, interested in technology. I was definitely always interested in creative arts as well. So growing up, I was obsessed with Apple and Steve Jobs and watched all the keynotes and was really interested in the future of technology and software. And at the same time, I was also creative. So I'd create films with my friends and submit it to, you know, a high school film festival where we won Best Picture. That was a really exciting moment of my, excuse me, my earlier career. And throughout university, I was always creative. Learned how to make music um, through Logic Pro. Learned, you know, some advanced video editing and Final Cut. And the reason I didn't necessarily go into more of a creative career is because it's really just hard to make a living. It's a lot of work and there's no guaranteed um, income there. And so I was really entrepreneurial and ventured into business and creative business. But there's a huge alignment between the business I'm creating because this business helps creatives all around the world make money doing what they love to do. And so there's huge alignment there. And also, from a marketing standpoint, in university, I took a lot of advertising and a lot of marketing courses. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And what my biggest takeaway and biggest insight from advertising and marketing is that when you do advertising right, you create an experience that consumers prefer. Right? All the marketing that goes behind my watch or the label on my t-shirt. That marketing makes me feel better when I wear that T-shirt, when I go out for drinks that night with my friends. If I'm wearing the new shoes that I got, you know, some brand-name shoes, I feel better. I have a better night. It's, it's a lifestyle experience that people are buying, and I, I found this concept to be tremendous, and it applies to the world of influencer yeah. as well. Rather than buying a product, when a content creator posts about that certain product, that certain brand, I'm now buying the experience of what it's like to be my favorite person. Going back to how this whole thing started with Ronnie, if Ronnie, for example, was talking about a certain 
water bottle that she used at the gym and her one of her audience members went to the gym and bought that water bottle their entire workout experience has changed they feel better about themselves they feel like they're living the life of one of their favorite most inspiring fitness-based content creators and it's really a positive effect it's capitalist in nature but it's a really this amazing positive effect that capitalism can't valorize and i really believed in that and i really believed in empowering content creators and hashtag pays the perfect fusion of both that me and my co-founder who's also my best friend came up with the idea together and started that's amazing that's amazing and then so i have i have you know a few more questions in the entrepreneur area so let's say you know this podcast is heard in 150 countries there are many people here between the age range of 18 to 35 the goal of this podcast is to show people that they have an ability to make an impact in the world with their stories. And a lot of times people are wondering how to get into the entrepreneur field. You're someone that left that, that used to work at Apple and then you start your own business. Do you have any tips for, you know, first time entrepreneurs or even early stage entrepreneurs who have an idea, but don't quite know how to turn that into a company? The best advice I can give to potential entrepreneurs, those thinking about starting their own business is to just start it. The number one thing you can do, is start because when you start you'll learn you'll make tons of mistakes you won't do things right but as long as you're one passionate about the problem you're solving enough to persevere through the hard times and two relentless enough with a growth mindset to take every failure and turn it into a learning opportunity you will be successful and then nothing can stop you really live in an age where the internet has made entrepreneurship and starting a business easier than ever companies like shopify working very hard to make sure it's super easy to set up an online storefront dramatically different than 100 years ago if you want to set up a store you'd have to mortgage your house for example you'd have to buy some property space now somebody who is a craft um a craft hobby can turn it into a career through entrepreneurship just through starting a shopify store and on top of that there's so many resources and podcasts like this one where people can learn so much about entrepreneurship and how to start a business that if you're resourceful and passionate enough you can make it happen. Oh, no, that's good. That's good. It's all about the starting and the growth mindset that you, like you said and and honestly it's not about, you know, whatever you do failure is not something that happens to you, it happens for you, right? It's something you learn from it. It's a it's something that, that actually informs you on what your potential next steps could be. So it's uh that's that's amazing. Uh, that's it's uh, that you know totally. you can say that. Yeah. Do yeah. you have any of those? Diving into that a little bit, uh, sorry to cut you off. Diving into that a little bit, a growth mindset is just someone who treats every mistake as a learning opportunity and fundamentally believes that it's a way for them to improve. Now, entrepreneurship's not for everybody. There's many careers where people will feel a lot more satisfied not being a self-starter, not being an entrepreneur. For those who are looking to be an entrepreneur, there's definitely two qualities that I think really help young founders become successful. And the first is being comfortable with ambiguity. When you're starting a company, there's a lot of unknowns, and you need to navigate those unknowns under pressure and come up with the right answer. So being comfortable with ambiguity is super important. And if it's something that you don't have and something you're not interested in learning, then entrepreneurship may not be right for you. And the second quality would be taking initiative. Those that are comfortable taking initiative and making stuff happen when nobody else is telling you to make it happen, then you know, you're, you're well set up to be an entrepreneur. So if you have those two qualities and a mindset, it's something that you're really passionate about, there's nothing that can stop you. Yeah, that's 100% that's 100 true. And 
I, I want to even dive into sort of your concept of understanding that we live in a world that's globalized and digitalized. And that means that, you know, I, you, you know, even us, the podcast, I'm in New York, you're in Canada, I believe, right? You're in, you're in Canada? Uh, are you a phone set? Um, yes, in, uh, calling in from Toronto, Canada. Exactly. So it's calling in from the six. Um, and I'm in, uh, <laughs> and, and I'm here in New York City, but, Years ago, this this might not have been, or generations ago, this might not have been possible. So the idea of starting is this is literally a Skype conversation that's recorded and that can then go on to different people and different audiences. And so don't underestimate the power of resources you have, even the free ones that you have, uh, and and don't don't um, let that sort of cripple you from actually starting or implementing an idea that you've always um, had since you, you were uh, a kid. Um, what would you say about being a problem solver? Because that's the that's the immediate thing that I noticed about you. That's what even led to this. You wanted to solve a problem, and that and I think I've always said entrepreneurs are people who will solve problems. Uh, and I, I always, as a public speaker, I always say people don't hire speakers; they hire uh, problem solvers who know how to who know how to talk. It's if you are able to have that mindset as a, as a problem solver, I think you can be an effective entrepreneur. But that's just my thought. What do you think? I would agree with you, and I want to chat about problem solving. You mentioned something a minute ago that I think is a perfect segue for me to give a shout out to a piece of free software that I use to run the entire business. And it's called Trello. I'm not sure if you've heard of Trello. Have you heard of Trello? Yep, I have. I have. Okay, so we use Trello and I use Trello as a to-do list and task management software to run my entire life, my personal life, and the company. And it's free. We've never upgraded to the paid version. And all the years and all this value created using the free software, I thought I would shout out Trello as an amazing piece of software, especially those looking to get started at managing a business, whether you're managing software or whether you're managing a set of tasks. It's this uh, wonderful collaborative piece of software. And maybe if somebody listening to this now ends up using Trello and then pays for it, um, my conscience will rest easy that I've been able to do so much with Trello and, and still haven't upgraded to the paid version. You are the, you're the man. No, I love it. Try, using things like, try, please. I mean, I, I used to use for, a, for, as we're shouting out free stuff here. I mean, Buffer has a paid platform, but for the longest time before I upgraded when I was launching the business, I was using the scheduler tool, uh, Buffer that allowed me to schedule out, you know, posts while I could manage different things around. And so if you're bogged down by scheduling out your Twitter, all that kind of stuff, that's one of the resources. Maybe you have a lot of content. You can do that. Trello allows you to organize yourself. Um, if you want to even take it to, uh, to another level where you schedule out things, you can um, try Buffer as well. But no, please, the free. If it's totally. free, totally. If, it, if it's free, it's for me. I love it. Um, and I wanted, <laughs> I, I wanted to before you wrap up uh, with a few closing questions. I wanted to sort of circle back to some things that I, I remember from Influencer. What is worth more? You've got stories, live live streams, you know, you know, pictures, carousels. You know, I'm just thinking of everything. Instagrams. How do what do brands normally? Don't you don't have to give a range, but what is normally worth more or ranked high in terms of importance, so um, people can determine out the price these things out. Definitely okay. So we'll chat about content and the value of content, and we'll also just chat about problem solving. Starting with problem solving first. It's definitely uh, misconstrued in the early days of starting a company. People have this amazing idea, right? And the idea is, is definitely potentially something amazing, but what the, a better way, a better framework of looking at an idea when you're starting a company is what problem are you solving? And 
talking to customers and interviewing them and listening to them and really understanding their concerns might lead you to an even better idea. So I think early on founders get hung up on a certain idea when they have when it really all is all about problem solving. And then to answer your, your last question there about what's worth more, typically content creators, we specialize on Instagram, we do YouTube, Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook as well. Uh, typically on Instagram, we see videos being worth the most. Content creators can charge more for videos, especially if you're filming it with, for example, professional camera, professional equipment, and you're really a talented cinematographer, and and uh, and you can create beautiful long-form pieces of video. Then you're able to charge uh, sometimes three times as much as a photo post. Boomerangs, as well as cinemagraphs, can also charge a premium over a regular photo. And another tip that's really popular right now in the industry is the ability to save story highlights on your profile. So if you create a story on Instagram, which is a piece of branded content that you did in collaboration with a brand that you're really happy about, if you're able to pin it as a highlight onto your Instagram profile, you'll probably be able to increase your rates by leaving it up there because it adds more views for the brand. Nice, nice. No, this is good. And then the, the, is there a difference of carousels and, uh, you know, carousels are just like, you know, on Instagram, you can, be, I'm, I'm not saying this for you, I'm saying for the audience. Uh, you know, sometimes you can add up to multiple pictures in, at once and you can slide to see the different pictures. So that's a carousel. So is it the same for carousel and pictures or? You can charge a little bit more for carousels because you're creating more pieces of content. It's the same amount of views, but it's more pieces of content. So you are able to charge a premium. We haven't. Uh, specifically seen that carousels stand out better by a long shot than photos, though we have seen a lot of engagements when it comes to boomerangs and cinematographs. So when it comes to branded content, if you're a creator out there looking to do a partnership with a brand, if you look at boomerangs or, or cinemagraphs, um, those, or even videos, those might be ways that you can add even more value, more valuable, more value to the brand collaboration. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, and then this is the last question before we go back to. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I have to ask these questions because I always get in the mind of my listeners, and I, uh, um, and before each interview, I sort of um, pull them. And I know one of these things was I know we just touched on it with the stories and that you can put in the highlights, but in terms of charging, because you can upload two to four posts to your stories, right? Um, is the, would you charge the the posts the same way you would charge an individual picture, or do you have to lower that to match? the rate of a typical individual picture on stories specifically. Yeah. On stories. Cause you know, for like, I well, guess what the base rate for uploading two to four story, uh, posts to your stories. I, I imagine it, that's a little different from just uploading the picture itself. And I was wondering if it's higher for stories than it is for standalone pictures. Right. Okay. So, on Instagram specifically, the native in-feed permanent posts versus the stories. Typically, the in-feed posts are going to be more expensive, and that's twofold. First, because it's permanent. Stories typically disappear after 24 hours, and having something permanent just extends the life cycle of the content, where it continually gains more likes over time as more people scroll through your feed and see more pieces of content and like photos. And second, because typically it's higher quality. The story was created really by Snapchat to be something that could be a way that was non-performative communication 
through media, something that disappeared where you can be a more realistic version of yourself. So the content naturally leads towards a little bit more on the spot, a little bit more unedited, a little bit more raw. Whereas you see a lot of content creators and you take a look at their feeds. These are pictures that have been meticulously edited to match a perfect style and tone. And so because the in-feed content is permanent and typically higher quality, we see our content creators charge more for that. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much on that. That's, that's really helpful. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people are going to gain value from this. Once again, it's hashtag paid.com. And if you're a creator, you go hashtag paid.com slash creators. If you're a brand, there's also a place for you to log on to the um, to the website. But um, definitely, this is something that you, you want to get on right now. Um, and this has also been validated by the fact that they just got funded uh, to the tune of $9 million. So uh, make sure it's something that you check out and uh, um, instill in part of your influencer marketing um, efforts. So as we wrap up, I always ask my guests this question. My mission statement, the reason I do anything that I do today is um, is what I call use your difference to make a difference. I That's that's the mission statement of my company and my uh, podcast and anything I do. So I always ask my guests the same question. How do you, Brian, use your difference to make a difference? Great question. Great question. Thank you. The way that I think about what we do every day, the goal of empowering creators, there are people out there who are quitting their jobs jobs that they typically are stuck in that they don't like to become full-time content creators through the collaborations they're getting through hashtag paid. And to me, that's something amazing because five years ago, there was not necessarily an opportunity to sign up for a platform and be able to make money and support yourself and pay your rent and, and go out for dinner based on content that you're creating and sharing on social media. And now that does exist and it really fuels and empowers content creators to spend all of their money on investing in equipment spend their days going out exploring cities, exploring the worlds of shooting. And I think it's really amazing that we're able to empower creators to do what they love for a living. And that is how I use my difference to make a difference. Boom. Okay. Love it, Brian. <laughs> Where can we find out more about you and everything that you're up to online? Thanks, Mr. Doxon. It's been a pleasure. So uh, for those that want to reach out, happy to help out. I often do spend time helping young founders and young startups, gain traction, raise initial round of funding, find product market fit. I'm on Twitter at Brian Gold, B-R-Y-A-N-G-O-L-D. And it's the same handle on Instagram. Feel free to reach out or, or send me a message. Uh, I'd be happy to chat for it. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll make sure this uh, this goes out and I'll include all that information. But uh, Brian, this has been a true pleasure. You're solving a real problem. And you, you can just tell that you're so generally passionate about being um, you know, a voice for this generation in a good way. So I really appreciate that about you. Thanks, Mr. Roxon. And I think that you're up to some really exciting stuff as well. And I really, um, I really feel that it's been an honor to be chatting with you over the last 30 minutes or so. And it's been great being on the show. Thank you so much. The pleasure is mine. Ladies and gentlemen, Till next time, use your difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.